Hi, and welcome to the 2019 Women in Histology podcast series. This is Connie, your host for this episode. I spoke with Rachel Liptak from Beaumont Hospital and Maria Fernanda Artiles Gonzalez from Texas Health Resources about what it's like to be early in their career as a histotechnologist. These two highly motivated professionals are helping to advance the profession through advocacy and research. First, thank you both so much for taking the time to chat and be part of this 2019 Women in Histology podcast series. I am so glad that you're both here. And to kick things off, Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, um, what you're doing right now, where you are, any other life secrets? Just kidding about the last part. (laughs) Well, I'm currently at Beaumont Royal Oak. Um, I'm a histotechnologist in the histology lab there, and I'm also involved in doing some of the safety team meetings and keeping track of our chemical inventory. So that's kind of what I'm up to right now. Nice. And Maria, what about you? Where are you at right now? Well, I work uh, for THR, which is Texas Health. I work at TV Frame Labs doing everything histology. I work full-time for one of them and PRN for the other. And it's just really nice to see how every lab's different, you know, even though it's the same system. Nice. So I want to ask you guys each this question because it's um, different every time I ask anybody. Because nobody, I don't think when they were in eighth grade and somebody said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I don't know many people who say histotechnology. Um, so <laughs> Rachel, where, how did you fall into this profession? Well, I was always interested in the field of microscopy which is actually what I have my degree in. Um, But I was looking for a way to tie in something more clinical because the first job I got right out of college was um, actually for an automotive lab doing some microscopy work for them. So I was kind of looking around, doing some searching on the internet, and I came across the histotechnology program at Beaumont. So that's kind of how I fell into it. That's interesting. So when you were searching, and I'm only asking this because I get these calls a lot, people ask me about programs. And when you were looking for a program, what was, was it a distance thing for you? Like you wanted something within your vicinity? Or were you looking for like something in particular when you were searching for a program? Absolutely. I didn't really want to travel, especially not to a different state. Yeah. So I was looking for something close. And I know, um, particularly myself, I wanted something clinical in a hospital and Beaumont's a really big name around here so um, I thought that that would be a perfect opportunity. All right I'm gonna corner you. Are you happy with your choice? (laughs) Yes I'm very very happy with my choice. (laughs) All right Maria same question to you. So you know again you probably didn't you know and as a little girl say I just want to grow up and and work with very strange tissues and stain them with crazy chemical cocktails. So tell me a little bit about how you fell into it. It was luck. It was like I just got really lucky because I was at the community college and I was wondering what do I want to do with my life? I knew I wanted to be happy, you know, but how? So I found these little brochures that somebody had left because I was late to a transfer fair. <laughs> and it was talking about the histology program. And it said that it's the perfect field for somebody who loves art but loves science. And I was like, that is me. That is me right there, because if you look at my transcript at the time, I had health and health, science, and music, and art, so. Yeah, the, you know, yeah. everyone says it's the art and science, right? So that's really interesting that the brochure actually communicated that. I've never seen a brochure do that. 
Um, and that is exactly what got me. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a crazy. Well, you know, I, I know that I have some stains hanging up in my house because they're so pretty. And then I have um, friends who come over and they're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. What is it? And I'm like, well, do you really want to know? Um, <laughs> that's kind of how. I was going to say, I, I do have one of those too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is, all right, let me ask you, what is it? Ev? What's your picture of? Um, it's a LFB brain stain. Nice. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys this question because it's one that I've asked everybody in the series. I, I don't know the answer to it. NSH did a uh, membership survey in 2016. And of all of those who responded, 81% identified themselves as female. When you go to our convention, or even if you were to just look at a membership list, you would see a very strong female uh, representation there. But when you look at some of the issues in STEM across, you know, whether it's engineering or throughout other STEM professions, women are still vastly underrepresented. But that doesn't seem to be the case at, with histology, um, at least from the, you know, the microcosm of NSH. So why do you think that that is that underrepresentation doesn't exist in the histology field. I think that it has a lot to do with how people find out about histology. A lot of the people I've met that ended up studying histology started out wanting to go for nursing, which is mm -hmm. also a profession that has been historically dominated by women. Mm -hmm. And I think that might be affecting it. The population who's exposed to what histology is. Because like you say, it's very hard to find out about this field. Everybody has a fun story about how they discovered histology. Yes. Either they had somebody who worked there, they had a family member, they were going to school for something else, and then they found out at a school fair, career fair, they found out about the field. But it's usually people who are really interested in that clinical field. It's funny you say that. Um, we actually had um, one of our other members that we interviewed shared a very similar perspective. What about your thoughts, Rachel? I totally agree with that because I work with a few people who started off in nursing and then found out about the field of histology. So I would say that's probably one of the main influencers. So when I asked Jamie this question, and to the audience who may not have listened to that episode yet, Jamie Pert is on um, one of our other episodes of this podcast series, and she also is at Beaumont with Rachel. Um, I asked Jamie that question, and she said, and I really liked her response, she said, women are just much better at multitasking. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not a lie. It's not, it's not. <laughs> right now for you, if somebody were to say, ask you what your biggest challenge is for you right now, whether it's career advancement, work-life balance, Finding time to, for education, what, where would you go? What would be the biggest challenge for you right now in your careers? I, um, I would say career advancement as for myself right now, just because we're, like you said, fairly new to the field. You know, we don't have a ton of experience yet. So it's for myself, just working up to that point where you're getting the experience where you can finally move up to more of a management position. Is that what you're uh, hoping to, to do, you know, in the next three to five years, make that transition? Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely like to advance more in my career, so. 
Now you had mentioned, Rachel, that you were working a lot with safety right now. Is that an area that you see yourself sort of honing in on or is that just something, no, I, I, I don't want to express it like that's just something right now because <laughs> safety is a really big deal, you know, something about deadly chemicals and big sharp blades. But do you feel like safety is like sort of a niche calling for you or is it something that you're exploring right now? I think it's something that I'm mostly just exploring right now. You know, the lab's always looking for volunteers, for people to sign up to be more involved with safety. So mm -hmm. I kind of just fell into volunteering for these things. And what about you, Maria? What are you seeing right now as a challenge for you? For me, it'd be a mix of career advancement and finding time for education. I definitely want to keep going to school. I want to go to graduate school as well. But it's hard to find a way to continue in the academia and find something that's just histology. Yeah. Like, I do, I do hope to become a college professor and I've been looking at different programs that I'd like to apply. And what I'm trying to do is find how my histology training can be applied to those. Um, it, it is hard finding something that's, that will be like pure histology. Now, both of you, uh, we talked about this earlier before we started the official interview, but we talked a little bit about your interest in the legislative scholarship program at NSH. And, you know, it sounds like advocacy is something that you're both interested in. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's definitely something that is obviously important to me. And it's just good to get the word out there about what we're doing as our histotechnologists. Do you think that's a challenge for the profession right now that people don't know? I do because like everybody says, not a lot of people know that we even exist, that this is a field. So getting the word out there about what we do and especially that it's, you know, advanced testing mm -hmm. is really important to get out there. What about you, Maria? What do you think the biggest challenge for the profession is right now? I, I agree with what Rachel just said. It's, um, I recently was involved with some research that I did for my undergrad, and it's so hard to find information regarding histology. It's so hard to find textbook materials and articles about the issues affecting histology. You know, I've been trying to really like dig into the environmental factors and even ways to improve staining, and it's so hard. So right now, I feel like we really need to contribute more to that researcher in histology. I definitely, I totally agree with that because research that I did in my undergrad as well, you're always, um, there's a lot of pressure because you're trying to find information that, like she said, it doesn't really exist. So do you think that the histology research, um, the role of the histotechnologist should start to have a focus on um, conducting, maybe uh, conducting more research projects or publishing more papers? Yes, I would, I would surely, I would love to get more things published. I know there's a lot of research going on because every time you look at the conventions, you see everyone submitting the research and their posters. But if you don't make it to the convention, it's really hard to find that information. So creating a portal where people, regular people or people who don't have access to go to the convention, maybe because of the cost or because of time, or even for students who so people who are going to continue to study and advancing the field in the academia where they can go and have access to all that research and connect with people doing the research as well. So let me shift gears a little bit. 
if somebody were to, you know, you had some, you had a high school student who's, you know, got to interview you for like a career shadow or is interested in getting into the field because, you know, they found somebody who was doing an autopsy who told them all about the role of <laughs> the histotech, which is, uh, you know, oddly like the, the path that I've met, like two or three people, they're like, well, I was working in a morgue, which is always bizarre, but you're giving somebody advice about moving into this field. What is the best advice you would give them? In my case, I would tell them to not be afraid of asking questions to everyone they meet because people, they have so much information, people who have been in this field for a while and the doctors we work with, and they're eager to share that information. And when you show that you're interested, there's so much you can learn from them. I think that that would be it. Don't be afraid to ask questions and knock on every door you can because you never know what opportunities can open for you. Nice. Rachel? That was part of my advice as well. I had somebody, and it's kind of, you know, related to that. I had somebody tell me, they said when I was in the program, don't be afraid to do what you came here to do. Be confident in what you know, because 90% of the stuff that we do here, if you mess it up, we can fix it. And they said, don't be afraid also to ask for help if you don't know something. So that's what I would say is just be confident in what you know but don't be afraid to ask for help. Well, I love what you said, you know, don't be afraid to do what you came here to do. And you go into a, a new situation and, you know, can be intimidating. I feel like the histology lab is a, can be an intimidating place. Um, and so I think that's absolutely spot on both cases. All right, so I'm gonna give you your last question. Be ready, because it's a real doozy. <laughs> so it's the end of the day and it's not been a particularly great day. What do you do to blow off some steam or to unwind? Usually what I do is I come home and I tell my husband, I'm like, I had a bad day. <laughs> we're going to one of my favorite restaurants and we're going to eat a bunch of crap food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do employ that method as well. <laughs> what about you, Maria? That's great. Um, I like to work out. I done. I'm not married and I don't have a partner, so there's no one to come home to. <laughs> I like to work out and, you know, you get a real high from that. And then coming home, taking a nice shower and cleaning my face and putting lotions in me and essential oils. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's, oh, my gosh. That's, that's how so I, nice. I tune my day. <laughs> yeah. A good warm shower is always a good one. <laughs> I, I absolutely. I feel like bad. even without a bad day, I might start uh, adding that to my weekly <laughs> Well, thank you guys so, so much for being part of this episode. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it, and we are very grateful for your time. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Lovely. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out the other two episodes in this series. And if you want more great NSH podcasts, you can search for us on iTunes with the search word Histotalks, or go to our podcasting channel, Podbean. Look for Histotalks. All of our podcasts are free. F-R-E-E, free! Oh.